The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. You're listening to Creeping Wave Radio, a documentation of our decidedly creepy escapades here on Mind. once the mics go off. The GPS says we're getting closer, but I don't see Napoleon anywhere. Ha! I never put too much stock in technology. Too easily compromised. And she should know. She's the one what cracked the security system and busted us out of the hooskow back there. By which I presume you mean the old folks' home. Best watch your tone and your voice when you say old folks there, Mr. Tumnus. Unless you want us to make darn sure you don't reach your golden years. I'm immortal, you imbecile. Miss Morlock, remind me why you decided to invite your entourage to come with us. Um, she didn't. We followed you. That's our friend too, you know. Though only recently, mind you. All the same, if that kid's gone missing, we're not going to stand idly by twiddling our beautiful thumbs. We don't want to be left out of the action. I don't see what the big deal is. He's been gone for two hours, tops. Yeah. He's probably still sitting on the toilet, caught up in some heated Twitter debate about who the best Pokemon is, or something equally idiotic. No, he hasn't logged on to Twitter in three hours, and the GPS is showing his phone to somewhere around here. Okay, so let me get this straight. You three dragged me into your underground base. Duh! Populated with an army of circus freaks. We freaks have names, you know. I'm Jojo, the dog-faced boy. Pleased to meet ya. Enchanté. And what do you... I call those... uh, freaks? You say freak like it's a bad thing. Tipic. Tipic? Oh... It's what we call those outside the freak community. Yeah, Tippic, you're the freak around these parts. What? Gonna call Big Bad Mr. Scratch and cry about it, Tippic? I can't. You took away my phone. Yeah, we did. Unnecessary precaution, I'm afraid. All this because I was distracting Scratch from finding these magical cylinders you've been on some godforsaken quest for. Oh, no. We have plans to utilize you in a far more interesting way. Hell yeah, we do. Yeah, I still don't get it. I just don't get you, honey. I beg your pardon. Are you addressing me? Well, you're the ruler of the underworld, right? Correct. I mean, you've got your looks, a nice pair of horns. You seem like a smart cookie. What's a fellow like you gotta hack into a guy's phone to keep tabs on him? You wouldn't understand. You're a human. Try me. Humans are soft. We creatures. Now see here, fella. Forgive me, but it's true. They have almost no natural defenses. No claws. No sting. No magic. But they make up for it with their cunning and viciousness. A bit nihilistic. But I get what you're driving at. No, you don't. You see, Napoleon isn't exactly a normal human. 
Well, thank you for acknowledging that, at least. I gotcha. The whole soul magic and killing chickens thing, right? Killing chickens? Is that a euphemism of some kind? <laughs> yes. Um, what did Nat do to his chicken? Yes. Tell us about the chicken. You three pipe down. Look, Napoleon can do things that make him of interest to certain organizations. Like the Kremlin. Yes, exactly. Way ahead of you, Scratch. But if you want to keep Nap out of the gulag, you're going to have to learn a thing or two about subtlety. Such as? Well, you could stow that beeping beeper for starters. I'd wager it's gotten us as far as it's going to, and now it's just alerting everyone to our presence. Like who? Like whoever that second pair of footprints belongs to. Footprints? These are Naps. See, you can tell by the dragging shoelaces. He never could keep his shoes tied. But who do you suppose the other set belongs to? Someone he was familiar with. There's no sign of force. Nap came willingly. Hmm. About six feet tall, strong build, ex-military, judging by the stride. Sound like anyone you know? Anatole. I wish I could say I was surprised. They stopped here for a minute. Then Nap wanders over in this direction, fiddles with this. What did I tell you? Bells and whistles. Well then, where is he now? Look. There's two more sets of footprints here, but they... They what? They seem to just... appear out of nowhere. Should be right about now, wouldn't you say, Bob? Yes, sir. That's how I remember it going down. What I can remember of it anyway. Wait a minute. What exactly is going down? Criminy! What's happening now? Is it aliens? Oh, I do hope it's aliens. Oh, let me at them. I can't wait to wring their scrawny little necks. I'll take their probes and shove them right up their old gray keisters. <laughs> Ladies, please. Do those handsome gents look like aliens to you? Oh, boy. Looks like skinny ties were still in fashion. Ah, jeez. Those scraggly little things... They make it look like you're being strangled to death by a silk garden hose. Or a very affectionate worm. Lose the tie, kid. It looks like your collar's dangling loogies. (laughs) (laughs) Walter, Bob, do you know these people who just materialized in front of us? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I prefer to go by Wally. And I'm Robert. Pleased to meet you, miss. Likewise, I'm sure... Um, you can let go of my hand now. Yes, of course. Sorry, miss. Uh, Now that introductions have been made, what planet are you from? And why do you want to take over our Earth? They've come here from another time, on a mission that could determine the fate of the world as you know it. I wanted to say that. Don't worry, you will. Are you not related? We're from the Temporal Mitigation Agency. The what? Your time cops. Just like that muscly hunk, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my stars. Ooh, how exciting. I see. So, Wally, Robert, you two just pop in out of thin air like this often? Well, that wasn't from thin air. We opened a time portal. That would explain the footprints appearing out of nowhere. Are you the two wiseacres who took Napoleon? No, ma'am. 
but we've localized the event that would eventually bring forth the destruction of all humanity to this very moment. At this very place. And Napoleon is the epicenter of it all! Allow me to explain. Okay, okay, run this back. If you must. Kind of slow, aren't you, Tippic? Now, now, boys. Let him speak. You three kidnapped me. <laughs> Persuaded you. Persuaded me to get dragged into this underground lair with my arm twisted behind my back. Correct. So that you can transplant literally Hitler's brain into my immortal body, collect the six magic cylinders, or whatever, and take over the world. And? And all peripheral dimensions and galaxies and whatever else looks good. Da! You see? It's simple, really! Now you're getting with the program. Took you long enough. You typics laughed at us, but we freaks are going to get the last laugh. Yeah, we're gonna be gods. And we suspect that once literally Hitler's brain was transferred into Napoleon's body, he was able to collect the six cylinders of dominion. The what? Long story short, he was free to start his reign of terror anew. But on an interdimensional level. We made a note on our daily planners to position our older selves in the retirement home during the months leading up to this event, so we could keep tabs on the situation and all persons of interest. Like you, Miss Morlock. I see. That'd be us. The older selves, in case you haven't caught on yet. Yep, bet you never saw that one coming, huh? So you're from the future? No, the past. We were born in 1942. A good year! In the future, when time travel technology is finally invented, the creator deems all the citizens of their present time, even themselves, too corrupt to be trusted with such power. So they search through time for people of outstanding moral fiber, like us, who could be trusted with it. And the Temporal Mitigation Agency was born. Whoa, wait a minute. Hold the phone, okay? I thought meeting your future self would cause a rift in this space-time continuum. Yeah, everybody knows that. Just an old wives' tale. Our agency actually disseminated that information to prevent anyone who might stumble onto time travel from creating what we call a, uh, Tannen Syndrome. Or using knowledge of the past for personal gain. Are you not doing exactly that? No, sir. The Temporal Mitigation Agency is dedicated to correcting historical grievances for the betterment of all our futures. And believe me, you don't want the future that's waiting on this time trajectory. Just have a look at this propaganda poster if you don't believe us. Behold, if you do nothing, this will be your fate. <gasps> <gasps> you see? That's your friend Nap, isn't it? Oh, lots of Nap. <laughs> well, I mean, Hitler was a big believer in the sex sells marketing strategy. That and administering torture to all who opposed him. Mmm, can I keep that? Okay, you can have my body. Wait! I can? That was so easy! Let the fun begin! Pass me the bone saw! Let's crack that skull open! One condition. I don't think you understand, Napoleon. We are not asking your permission. Nope. Not necessary. <laughs> Just hear me out. One final request. Uh, boys, put the saw down. 
Let's be good host to our prisoner. Hmm? Aww. And what final request do you wish to make? When you take my brain and put it in the vat, I want you to make sure I remain unconscious permanently. I don't want to wake up in this horrible world ever again. Easily done. I must say you're taking this all in stride. Well, I don't really have a choice, do I? No, you most certainly do not. Besides, I doubt there's much chance that you bunch will actually succeed in your schemes anyway. Hey now! What's that supposed to mean, huh? And what makes you say that? Hmm? Yeah, Tippic, explain yourself. Well, for one, you're trusting your plans for interdimensional domination to Hitler? He's already failed at global domination. What makes you think he'll do any better this time around? Hey, that's not a very nice thing to say! Eh, uh, it really isn't, you know. Well, to be fair, Hitler's not a very nice man. I mean, Anatole. You're a Soviet. Need I remind you of the Nazi-Soviet non-aggression pact of 1939? The Soviets agreed not to join the fight against Germany in World War II. Until Germany launched a surprise attack and invasion on the Soviet Union on June 22, 1941. Oh, come on! Everyone loves a surprise! I'm surprised you'd place any trust in him after that. A valid point. Wouldn't you say, Dimitri? Perhaps. No, no! That's not cry of a speared milk! And you, Hitler, you teamed up with a man like Dr. Dmitri Kosorotov, who was able to build you a dirigible that transformed into an underground base. Ah, pretty cool, huh? It really is. But, I mean, you'd think the guy who designed all of this could have easily fashioned you a mechanical body to house your brain right from the get-go. Hey, yeah! I want a robot body! You deserve a robot body, sir. Yeah! We're tired of smelling as rot. No offense. I mean, you really don't need me at all, do you? It was your hand that activated the first cylinder. The cycle has already begun. So start it over. I'll show you where the first cylinder is. I can walk right into Scratch's lair and point it out to you. Yes, you do have some sway with old Scratch, don't you? And the doctor. It's been almost impossible to get to him. With her around. She'd do anything to protect this pathetic creature. Interesting. Perhaps we need a moment to reassess our plans. Gentlemen, to the well room. Does reassess mean you'll build me a robot body? Ah, yes, fine. I'll build you a robot body. Wait, guys, don't do that. I'm, I'm totally on board with the old brain switcheroo. Come on, put me out, please. Pretty please. Oh, me and my big mouth. Don't cry, Tipic. We'll sing you a song to pass the time. And you're going to love this one. And my gypsy band of thieves ride the seven seas, and as the Western world permits, we play cruise ship for hire to subsist. 
is true. It is. Fine. Then how do you propose we get Nap away from these lunatics before they crack open his skull? Hmm? Well, first we'll have to locate their base of operations. It appears we already have. Take a look. Ugh, Scratch. Enough with that beeping. No, look. It says Nap is right here. Because it's busted. That's why. No, don't you see? The crash site, the footprints that come from nowhere. Here, let me move some of this junk out of the way. There, you see? (gasps) Well, I'll be. A secret door. Let's break it down. Give it the hold, heave ho. Okay, girls, on the count of three. No, don't. Oh, he's right. If what he said is true and this is literally Hitler's base, the place will be crawling with circus freaks whose loyalty he's won two seasons back. Literal circus freaks who've hitched their dreams to literally Hitler's cart and have literally nothing left to lose. Wait, those people you call freaks are my friends, my family. Let me talk to them and explain the situation. Steve, they'll never recognize you now. And no one ever listens to what old people have to say. He's right, you know. Yes, sad but true. Any argument you try will just be deflected with, Okay, Boomer. Young people are so bland. Well, we could form our own army of freaks. Well, that's just great, Scratch. But where are we going to scrounge them up from? Nap's little black book, of course. Beg pardon? When I cloned Nap's phone, I copied over all of his contacts which includes every guest from his podcast, Do You Mind? Oh, boy. There's nothing but freaks on that. My point exactly. Hello? Oh, 
versus fish. Goat versus fish. Goat versus fish. <laughs> Okay, guys, so that is episode two down. We are two episodes into Creeping Wave Radio, season 3.5. Hope you guys are liking it. Let me know because, yeah, I don't know unless you tell me. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching whatever you're doing out there. And I want to thank Cal Bardell for not only providing the voices for the circus freaks in this episode and for allowing us to play their song, Mariachi. There's going to be more fun on the way and uh, a little goat versus fish action coming at you pretty soon. So hang in there. Bye, guys. Creeping Wave is brought to you by Lucid Nap Productions in cooperation with a scary old man. I'm only scary to certain people. You're scary to me. Every person's story has something to teach us. How others view life. How obstacles are overcome, how joy is felt, how fears are faced, how love is expressed. The Matters of Faith podcast explores individual stories of people's lives and how faith plays a part. It may not be your story, but it may help shape yours. The Matters of Faith podcast with Jay Wilburn is on Project Entertainment Network. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.